you don't have to be the best at it yeah. to enjoy it. Yeah. And as long as it's something that makes you happy and makes you feel good about you, it's something that you should keep keep doing. I mean, my kids have seen me train for a race really hard and have the suckiest race and come home and be crying. That, how did that happen? You know, yeah. I had the suckiest time. I trained yeah. so hard. Yeah. But then I'm going to get up the next day and I'm going to go do it again. Yeah. Hi there, listeners. Welcome back. This is Carolee Walker, a writer living in Washington, D.C., and the author of Getting My Bounce Back. Sometimes when I'm out running in the early morning in my neighborhood, I'll come across a group of women running with headlamps and chatting away. They might be members of Moms Run This Town, a free nationwide running group for women. Maybe you've known about this enormously popular group. So where have I been? Last month, I met Deborah Brooks for a lunchtime walk in her neighborhood in Northern Virginia. Deborah is such a force of nature. Several years ago, when her children were small, she suffered a skiing injury, and when she was rehabbing her knee, she realized she might not be in such great shape. She started working with a trainer who snuck running into their workouts, and before she knew it, Deborah was adding mileage to her runs on the treadmill and in her neighborhood, and soon she founded one of the largest chapters of Moms Run This Town. She's also been coaching girls on the run for eight years straight. She's the author of the fantastic blog, Confessions of a Mother Runner, and is a contributing blogger for Women's Running Magazine. In our conversation, Deborah talks about how she learned to love exercising and running, which she used to hate, and the importance of finding a way to put herself first. Please send me your comments and your ideas through my website, caroleewalker.com, or you can find me on Twitter at caroleewalker. So here you go, my conversation with Deborah Brooks. running always been your no. like go-to? <laughs> no, I hated running. <laughs> I hated running when I was growing up. You would never, I was the girl, and I'm not kidding when I say this, I used to make my dad, who's a doctor, write me notes to get out of gym class in high school because I hated it so much. Yeah. I hated exercise when I was younger. I hated gym class. Uh, I never ran at all whatsoever. Even in college, I did the, um, when I was in college, that was when step aerobics was very big. Sure. So that was what I did uh-huh. um, and did that through my 20s. And then after I had kids, still was just a gym girl, did not run at all. Um, I started running um, after I had a ski accident when I was um, 32. And um, I say I won't age myself by telling you when that was. <laughs> 10 years or so ago, maybe 15, uh, about 15, I, I had a really bad ski accident and I tore my ACL and my MCL and I had to have surgery to have it all repaired and at that time I had a five-year-old and a three-year-old and I was just sort of getting my baby body back or not and um, after my surgery I had to go to physical therapy and started working on all kinds of stuff and realized that I wasn't really in good shape at all and was that your first injury that you've ever yes yeah that was my first injury and it was a major catastrophic injury for me and especially having having young kids Um, and it must have been pretty traumatic to have that injury on the slope it was very traumatic. Um, I was at the top of, like, the highest mountain out, out in Colorado, and it was, it was not good. Yeah. Um, so I realized that I wasn't really in good shape and wanted to be in good shape. So I started doing physical therapy, and then um, the gym that I was going to, I started working out with a personal trainer and realized how much I really loved that. And at the time, it became, with having a three- and a five-year-old, that became an outlet for me as a stay-at-home mm-hmm. mom. Working out was my time, and at first... 
I felt guilty about it. Yeah, I was going to ask you, did you yes. feel guilty? Absolutely. Felt so did guilty. you get a babysitter to watch the kids while you were in the did. gym? I did. And so how did so, you feel about that? Well, sometimes I took them with me. So my daughter was in school at the time. She was in kindergarten. So sometimes I would take the three-year-old with me. Um, or I, that two-hour, you know how you have that two-hour span where they're in preschool when they're yes. three years old? So that was my mission was, <laughs> well, I can go to the grocery store. I can go to the gym for two hours. So I started doing that. And sometimes I would get a babysitter. Sometimes I would put him in the playroom at the mm -hmm. gym. But that became something that I did for me. And um, I, I truly believe that it makes you a better mom when you're happier. Oh, um, yeah. And when you take care of yourself, yeah. your body, yeah. your mind, whatever, whatever it is that you do to give you a little bit of time away from your kids or your job or your mm -hmm. husband or whatever it is, it makes you a better mom. And um, Was it your trainer who got you into running? Yes. <laughs> Mine too. Well, and he was. would sneak it in, I learned later. Well, it was, but it was sort of part of my rehab also. So as I became stronger and realized that my body could do so much more than I ever thought, I became really excited about fitness. And then I was reading Shape magazine, and there was a, um, an article that said, you can do a triathlon in 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. And I brought it into him, and I said, look, I want to do this. And I remember he said to me, do a bike? And I said, no. He said, when's the last time you swam? I was like, I don't know. And when I was a little kid. And um, he said, well, you know, we have to start running. And I was like, okay, let's do it. So at that okay, point. Okay, so no, no bike, no swimming, no, no, no bike, running. No swimming, no running. So what so, was it about the triathlon that caught your attention? Um, I figured if anybody else could do it, why couldn't I? Yeah. And at that point, I had been working out with him for about a year. And I was feeling stronger and um, I was starting to, working out also gave me a self-confidence that I probably never had before. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize it at the time, but it, it gave me a self-confidence. It gave me a purpose um, besides just changing diapers and feeding my kids and doing homework, which is an amazing purpose, but I, it so gave me it's almost one. like it gave you, I, this happened to me too. It gave, it gave you confidence, maybe with nothing to back it up, yes. that you could just jump in. Yes. And and did not finishing the triathlon ever cross your mind? Um, I don't remember now, yeah. but probably. So <laughs> when I first did it, it was back when women women didn't really do that back then. Now wow. everybody, now yeah. so many women do triathlons, which is amazing. Yeah. But back then, I nobody really did that I knew. I didn't know anybody who was doing it. And um, we started running, and I remember the first time I ran on the treadmill, I was so scared. I actually made him stand there next to me because I thought I was going to fall off the treadmill. Sure. And the first time we went to the track, I made it one lap around the track and thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I started to really get into running. And when I started running, running became something that I could do whenever I had the this, this spare time. So I didn't have to wait for a class to start. I could just do it. So I started running from my house whenever I, you know, if my husband was home on the weekend, I would go for a run. Or when I, if the babysitter was there, I would go for a run. So I started started really getting into it. So when, when was this approximately? This was about um, <clears throat> 15 years ago. So years what ago, was the running industry like for women? I mean, were there good shoes? Did you have good gear? I didn't know anything about what I was supposed uh, to have or what I was So you just ran? So I just ran. I mean, I, of course, I'm sure I... Bought, bought a million things, and some of it I needed and some of it I didn't. But um, I, so I started running, and um, as I started building up my, my running, I, um, I thought, you know, you, like everybody else, you, you run a mile, and you're like, well, if I ran one mile, I could do a 5K. Yeah. And, wow, I just did a 5K 
So you signed I, up for races? Signed up for races. Um, I could do a 10K. So I had one other friend who I um, who lived near me. So that I she had been an experienced runner. She was a little bit older than me, and so she kind of pulled me along and encouraged me to to run. So I'd run with her a lot, and then. Um, I, I, I have never been a fast runner. I don't consider myself a good runner. I'm just a runner. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what I tell people. You don't have to be fast. You don't have to be good at it. If you run and you're moving in a forward direction, yeah. you're a runner. So, and how's your knee? Um, it's totally fine. Oh, that's My great. knee is totally fine. It never hurt me after, after I recovered from the surgery. So as I started running a lot, I was running around town. And I used to kind of run just through the neighborhoods and around the high schools and stuff, things that were convenient. And I would see all these other moms out running. And I'm thinking, who are they? Yeah. Who are these moms? How do I meet them? Um, because as, as you probably, probably happened to you as well, when you're, when you have little kids, your friends are sort of, you, you, be, you become in a situation where you socialize with the parents of the of kids, kids, friends, of yeah, your kids, yeah, friends. Def- absolutely. and they may or may not be people who you might've picked for your yeah, friends. I know. I love that. So you sometimes make great friends that way, but sometimes they're just acquaintances and they're not people who you really hang out with. So the friends of my kids' friends, all great people, they just weren't ever like my people and they weren't runners and they weren't people who we, I I never really had a a close group of friends. And so I would, I would, I was running around town and I would see these moms and I'm thinking, how can I meet them? And I can't just go up to them and be like, excuse me, hi, do you want to run with me? (laughs) Because they would think I was nuts, right? Yeah. So then, um, I heard about moms run this town in another, I heard about it in Vienna. Somebody mm-hmm. had told me, oh, do you know there's this moms group that just started in Vienna? So I went online and joined their, um, joined their Facebook group and started interacting with, the, with these other moms. But their runs were too far away from me. I didn't want to sure. drive a half an hour no. to go run for 30 minutes. So I kind of saw how they were working and interacted with them and um, saw that they had this big support group. And I really wanted that. So they had a... Um, about a year later, they had a, they had their first birthday party, and my daughter, who was in high school at the time, convinced me that I had to go to their happy hour and meet them because I just needed to connect with them somehow. Yes. And I really didn't want to go, and she made me. She actually came with me. Oh, that's so great! <laughs> so I walk into the happy hour, and within five minutes of being there, I met the chapter leader, who, in in five minutes, convinced me that I needed to start the chapter for McLean and the next morning I started the chapter for McLean. Okay. So that's what started. That's what started. I had no idea what I was doing. So set up this Facebook group and I'm thinking, how am I going to get people to join this Facebook group? So I, um, made up all these flyers and I went to all the schools in the area and I went to Starbucks and giant and the library and I'm hanging up all these flyers. If you're a mom, come run with me. And and people just must've thought I was crazy. So then when you first, people started joining slowly. Now, had, did runners join or yes. people who'd never run or? Both. Mostly runners, um, other, other moms. And we have moms in our group that are um, anywhere from, I think our youngest one is 28. Mm-hmm. So we have anywhere from 28 to we have women who are in their late 60s mm-hmm. in our group. So <clears throat> we also have women who are super speedy, women mm-hmm. who do run-walk intervals, um, and people who are back of the pack, middle of the pack. We have, we have everything. We're not selective. So I just, you know, started accepting all these people into the mm-hmm. group and talking to them and trying to set up group runs, and it, it took a long time. Um, so the first few months, I kind of talked to myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I remember the first group run that I had set up um, my husband thought I was nuts. I said, I'm going to go meet these two women on the corner. Uh-huh. 
and run with them. He's like, wait a minute, you're going to go run with people who you, you've never met that you met yeah. online and you're just going to yeah. meet yeah. them on the corner. But yeah. I did. Yeah. And one of those people who did my first group run is one of my really good friends now. Yeah. And that was yeah. um, five years ago. Yeah. So in the last five years, our group went from nothing to we had over 800 people in our group. Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. So, um, but what I would say about it is that for me and for, for this group is that it's not just a running group. It's become, um, it's become a community for us of women who I never would have met because yeah. like I was saying, they, yeah. our kids weren't friends. So I never would have yeah. met them. And I can honestly say that my best friends right now are people who I met through yeah. this running group. And I'm forever grateful for the connections that we've made and the, the way that these women have bonded together. I mean, there's definitely a little mm-hmm. um, groups within, within the group, but the way that everybody bonds together and supports each other and welcomes new people and gives advice to people who have, um, you know, injuries or issues about running or, you know, anything like that. The way that these women have come together and it just amazes me. And it, I feel so lucky to have them in my life. It's just because it's like uh, you're all coming together for that one goal. I mean, there are lots of other reasons why you 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 socialize, but you all have the same goal. We have the the same same interest. We have the same interest, which is really just to be healthier healthier people and healthier moms, and also give that example to our children. But we um, and now we've branched out into doing. We have happy hours. We do. do you do, um, do you register for races together? We do tons of races together. The local races attract all the moms that run this town from all over the, the area. So Northern Virginia especially has a very active um, MRTT group. Mm-hmm. We probably have 4,000 moms wow. in the Northern Virginia area. So there's like Woodbridge, Leesburg, Vienna, Arlington, Alexandria. And so at big races, things like the GW Parkway race or the Cherry mm-hmm. Blossom race, we probably have 50 or 60 people wow. who we um, meet up with from other chapters. And so that's, that's also fun. Mm-hmm. So if you ever do a big race and you're wearing a Moms Run This Town shirt, somebody will come up to you and say, oh, I'm in Moms Run This Town in Florida, or I'm in Moms Run This Town in Texas. I had, and it's I, just, I had no idea. I had no idea. Huge, um, Moms Run This Town is a, is a national organization, so they have five, I think it's five, over 500 chapters nationwide. So you can go to like Disney World and run yeah. one of their big races, and you would see hundreds of people there yeah, with something moms run this town on. So it's 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 all that's a whole other level of the community interaction. So your children have grown up with you as a mom running. Yes. And so tell me a little bit about you know the moments when um, you've either had a conversation with them about it or when you know maybe they've come home to visit after being away. And you say, I'm going for a run. I mean, how, how do you handle those conversations? And how do you think you've impacted their lives? Oh, that's a And this question. aspect. <laughs> I know you um, have in lots of other ways. Um, well, I, I hope that I've impacted their lives in, I, I hope yeah. especially for my, for my daughter and also for my son. I hope I've shown them that you can, well, a few things. I hope, I hope I've shown them that you can find something that you really enjoy. And you don't have to be the best at it to yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. And as long as it's something that makes you happy and makes you feel good about you, it's something that you should keep keep doing. I mean, my kids have seen me 
train for a race really hard and have the suckiest race and come home and be crying that how did that happen you know yeah. I had the suckiest time I trained yeah. so hard yeah. but then I'm gonna get up the next day and I'm gonna go do it again yeah and I hope that that's a lesson that they take with them you don't have to be good at it to to do it or and to I get something that, out of it right and I hope that they see that you can find happiness and really have a passion in something that you don't have to be amazing at it. Like I said, I'll never be winning any age group awards. Yeah. I'm not a fast runner, yeah. but it doesn't mean that I don't love it yeah. and put my heart into it. And I hope that they see that. Um, I hope that they're proud of me for, um, well, I, I know that they're proud of me for building the community that I've built because they see, uh, they see it. Yeah. Um, they see all the women that come together for our holiday party and, different things that we, that they see how people come together. We've had, we, we celebrate the good times in our, in our groups, people's birthdays, if someone gets married or someone's graduating. But I've also seen the group come together to help people who, you know, we've had people who have been sick. We've had people who have experienced loss. And I, I see them come together to help people mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with running. And it just makes me so happy. Do they run? Do your kids run? My son plays lacrosse. Well, at so high he school. runs. Yeah. So he runs ish, but doesn't yeah. love it. It's like <laughs> my, sprints. Right. My daughter hates running. Yeah. But I hated running at her age. So, sure. you know, there's hope, right? Yep. 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 Yeah. yeah. What about your husband? Is he, do you exercise with him? I wish. My <laughs> husband also hates running. Maybe he'll hear me say that. My husband also hates running. Um, we're like polar opposites. Um, <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. He's a carnivore. Mm. I'm an exercise fiend. And. He definitely likes to binge watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there's been a few times where I have gotten him to run, but he does not like running. Yeah. So maybe but one you know, day. I noticed um, uh, on your blog, too, you have such a great focus on nutrition and food and healthy eating. And I probably, you know, I mean, I, I, I love cooking and I've been cooking for years and I always cooked like my own food for the kids when they were babies. But I don't think I ever really thought about um, you know, f food as like fuel or food as nutrition or food and, and its impact on what I'm doing during the day until I started running. And so I'm just, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your interest in, in cooking and food and when you started blogging about that. So, so as I mentioned, I was, I was in, I uh, worked in eating disorders as, at, at a younger uh -huh. age. So I was always interested in nutrition in that way. But I think that the whole world of nutrition has changed so much in the last 25 years. And so with the explosion of women's running and women's sports, I think there's also been a focus on nutrition and eating and fueling your body correctly. So whatever that means yeah. for you. Yeah, well, so, for you. <laughs> for you. Yeah. So I've been a vegetarian since I was 12. So I started cooking when I, as, a, as a teenager because back then there really were no vegetarian no. products to buy. So over the years, I've um, tried to learn a lot myself about nutrition. But as I started to exercise a lot and um, take care of my body more, I wanted to eat foods that helped propel my healthier lifestyle. So I definitely mm -hmm. got more focused on eating healthier foods. I mean, of course, you could be a vegetarian and eat french fries all day Sure, long. yeah. Right. Yeah. So I definitely um, pay more attention to what I eat. I like to not eat processed foods when possible. I like to make um, my veggie burgers from scratch when I can, that kind of stuff. So I'm definitely very interested in what what I put in my body. Um, if I'm going to work really hard, I don't want to blow it by eating something yeah. that's not going to make me feel good. Yeah. And when I started to run longer distances, 
I realized how important it was to fuel my body with the right foods for me. And it's still kind of a learning process. Some days I'll go on a long run and think, that didn't go well. What could I have eaten differently or yeah. done differently? Or, And I think as you get older, it gets even yes. harder. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I agree with that. Manage that all. And I can feel, I can definitely feel uh, when I, I haven't taken enough nutrition and it yes. makes me mad. Me too, yeah. or if I don't drink enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... I always had, had been excited about vegetarian cooking. So when I started my blog, uh, that was kind of when the whole Meatless Monday uh, mm-hmm. movement was starting. So I kind of hopped right on there. It was perfect fit for me. Yeah. So I do post meatless recipes every Monday. And they are healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to do different different things that appeal to people's different diets. Like sometimes they're vegan. Sometimes they're gluten-free. Sometimes they're um, healthier than other times. Mm-hmm. But um, that's definitely a passion of mine as well. Um, but my, like I said, my husband, not a vegetarian. So <laughs> I, I also make things for our family that are not vegetarian. Sure, of course. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, do you talk about food in your group also? Is, yes. Does nutrition come up? Uh, yes, we're always talking about food in our group. Um, people want to know what are you eating before your long run? What are you eating after your run? What are you fueling with during your run? And, of course, not what works for one person isn't going to work for another person. Yeah. Which Some is people, frustrating. It is frustrating, but we give each other ideas on things to eat. And, of course, runners are always starving, so we're always talking about what we're going to eat. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're always talking about food. <laughs> and when I first joined the State Department in 2005, I was a, a public diplomacy writer, so okay. I wrote about U.S. life and culture. And I did a whole series of articles on girls empower, girl empowerment, and I came and interviewed a chapter, one of the very earliest chapters of Girls on the Run in McLean. Oh. And I ran with them. I went to school. I went early in the morning and ran okay. with them. And this was in 2005 or 2006. So this is way before I did This it. is way before, and yes. I was so impressed with it, but I don't know why I didn't connect the dots between what these girls were doing and what I should be doing. Right. And so that's that's something that I wanted to ask you about okay. as well. My daughter did the program when she was in elementary school, and it was before I was a runner. So it must have been about 15 years ago that she did No, came that long, maybe 13 years ago, really before I was into running. And she hated it, <laughs> and I, I wasn't involved in it at all. Did so she then, do it because her friends did it? Probably. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was when it had first started at her elementary school. So I don't remember who gave me the idea to come back and, and coach it, but I started hearing a lot about Girls on the Run. And I thought it was the perfect fit for me because um, I figured, okay, we built this community of women now who are wanting to be healthier and be more active and run more. Mm-hmm. And if I could somehow reach the kids, they'd be the next generation of my running group. And wouldn't sure. that be cool? Yeah. And when I was growing up, I wish that I had had something like that to encourage me to be more active. But what I love about Girls on the Run is that um, it's not really about running. Running is the medium that we use, but it's really a self-esteem building program for yeah. girls mm-hmm. and teaches them problem-solving skills. So it takes the passion that I had from years ago of psychology and social work and healthy eating and all of that and combines that with exercise so it's the perfect fit for me and I love it yeah and this will be my eighth season coaching girls on the run mm-hmm. and I took over the program at the elementary school that my kids used to go to yeah. so last year we had last season we had 60 girls in our program it was one of the biggest programs in Fairfax County and we should be somewhere around there we start next week it's again fantastic and um if I, I just kind of, this is going to sound a little bit soupy, but I feel like if I could reach or connect with one girl yeah. and give her one skill that she might use 
as she goes through yeah. high school and middle school to feel better about herself, then yeah. that makes me feel like I was able to pay it forward somehow. You know, one of the things, um, when I interviewed the girls at Girls on the Run, I didn't think about this at the time. I only started thinking about it when I started running myself because it really was the first time in my life I was, it was just me and me, you know, especially right. when I'm running without a group. It's just me and my body. And, right. and first I'm, I feel guilty spending the time on me because right. there are all the other things I should be doing. But it does, and I think for the girls, even when they're running in a group, it's just them and their body and their breath. And it, I think it adds up, it's cumulative. The amount of time that you spend with yourself, right. I think is definitely a form of empowerment that we're not used to. That women right. in particular, and I'm not speaking for all women, but I think a lot of us tend to be kind of selfless in many ways, and we'll take our time and break it up taking care of our house, taking Things care of our jobs, what we yeah, should be doing. What we should be doing. Right. And then if we're if we're taking, you know, for me a long workout, a long run can be 2 to 3 hours. Right. And they're stretching before and stretching sure. after and showering, showering and, and then focusing on my food and so right. that's a lot of time focusing on what I need. Right. So there's a little bit of inherent guilt in that. There is. And I think the little bit the little bit that we can start girls at an early age to realize that the world is better off when they spend that time with themselves, yes. ultimately. So maybe talk a little bit about how you felt the first, you know, you had the little kids, you had the surgery, and then you start running, and then you start exercising. We talked about the guilt, but how did you feel like while you were running and while you were exercising? What were some of the thoughts that went through your mind about, should I be doing this? Well, I'm sure at first I did have those feelings of, of feeling guilty and spending just a short amount of time on myself. It's hard to remember now, honestly. Yeah. But I'm sure You're that so I, used to it now. I, I am, yeah. and, they're, and it was so long ago. Yeah. Um, because they're 17 and 21 now. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I did think that, and I did definitely try to do that. Like, I would try to do it while one was at dance class or one was at, you know, a friend's house playing. I definitely tried to space it out so that I didn't have to be taking the time away from... Yeah them or my family or something it's else. almost like we try to make ourselves invisible we, in some ways or, or that we take or our invincible. I don't or know. we take our I mean I sometimes think about this sometimes I feel like in order for me and not anymore but in order for me to pursue some of these you know the amount of time I need to take to run I almost have to do it when nobody else is looking right and I see you know I notice it more in some of the women in our group who are younger than me or who have yeah. younger kids yeah so we have a huge group in our within our group that runs at 5 30 in the morning yeah and they get up before before their kids get up yep. and they before they go to work and they and they go out there in the pitch dark in the winter and they and I don't know that I would have done that. Yeah, that's what I do. Um, okay, so I don't <laughs> and know. And I that. see women like that with like headlamps right. yeah, on. I, yeah. Honestly, I have such uh, the utmost respect for them because I don't know if I at the time would have done that if I had to. I don't yeah. know. But they do and it's so impressive, but I think it also shows their own kids, how dedicated they are yeah. and how yeah. they can take care of themselves and take care of their family. And it's yeah. such an important lesson. When I see them at the end of a season, when they finally, when they cross the finish line of that 5K and the biggest smiles on their face, um, it's, it just, it, it just warms my heart oh, and yeah. it just, um, shows them that, that even though they said they didn't like running or they didn't want to run or my mom made me do this, yeah. but they finished it. They did it themselves and they have such a sense of accomplishment and for them to take that and put it into all the other things that they will do and that they are doing in their life, I think it's so important to, to give them those skills. Sure. And that's what I love about the program. Oh, yeah, I do too. But let me ask you a couple of quick questions. Okay. So what's your favorite, like if you have like, 
Uh, I don't know if you have a training plan. Do you have a training plan, like a weekly schedule yes, of what I you're going to do? Yes, I'm very okay. schedule-oriented. You're very schedule-oriented. <laughs> if you're going to go outside your schedule for some reason and you're going to do a workout, what's your favorite, like, peace out, oh, like, gosh, go-to? Um, it's going to depend on the week, but... Definitely running because running's also become my social life. Yeah. With this group, that it's my chance to hang out with all of my closest friends. Yeah. So I even I I right now run three days a week, but <laughs> I actually get jealous when <laughs> if some one of my normal friends has to run on a different day. Yeah. I actually get jealous that they're out there without me yeah. and they're having a run and yeah. like probably talking about something fun and I'm not there. Yeah. So I get really jealous. But I also so I right now I run three days a week. I strength train two days a week. I swim, I do yoga, I, um... you have a rest day? Like a total, complete, today's my rest day? I'm supposed to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, most weeks I try to take one full day off, but sometimes I have a, like, oops, went to yoga on my rest day yeah. kind of thing. Uh-huh. But I, I do try to take one day off, and now that I'm training for the Cherry Blossom 10-miler mm-hmm. right now, so I've been upping my runs and I realize now the importance of rest days yeah. and yeah. how important it is for me to take them for myself. Sure. So um, I do try, but I also, I just, I love doing, mixing up my schedule and yeah. I love my strength training workouts. Um, I do some kickboxing in there yeah. with them. I, I love everything that I do. That's great. Okay. So I, I know that you, you know, you know a lot about food, you know, a lot about vegetarian cooking. I definitely go through phases uh-huh. with like some foods, like all of a sudden I'm like all about it. Like right now I'm all about <laughs> like edamame, like steaming okay. edamame, like constantly. Is there anything right now that you're just obsessed with or excited about? <laughs> so I definitely am on the avocado train. I okay. love avocado. <laughs> I, could, I could eat avocado or guacamole all the time. Avocado toast. Um, I, I was into avocado toast for a while. Then I was into avocado on sweet potato toast. Oh. So I had a sweet potato phase. Um, I, what else do I love? This year... <laughs> It sounds weird. I really am into Brussels sprouts, roasted oh, Brussels yeah. sprouts. Um, I eat lots of tofu also. Yeah. Lots yeah, I of do tofu. Too. Yeah. And I could never give up cheese. I love cheese. Yeah. Do you have a favorite, um, like, post-run, post-long run? Um, like, at the, like, the last couple of miles, you're thinking, okay, I get to have this. <laughs> well, my favorite, like, post-race, if we're doing a race, yeah? okay. I was going to refuel after a race. I know some people are into the beer. I'm not a beer drinker. Yeah. But I definitely could eat pizza all the time yeah. after after a nice long run or race. I, I'm definitely a pizza person. Yeah. Love pizza. Um, but I, I don't eat that after every run. I, no. After my regular runs. Yeah, like in the neighborhood and you're yes. going home. So, what what food pops into your mind? So lately, I've I know been it does. doing... Because I know it does. It does. Food's always on my mind. Lately, I've been doing different power bowls with mm. um, lots of eggs in them. So I'll do like a base of either quinoa or brown rice or farro, one of those kind mm-hmm. of grains on the mm-hmm. bottom. And then I'll do a big omelet or scrambled eggs with... Um, Spinach, avocado, avocado, of course. Yeah. Spinach, avocado, tomatoes, salsa, and I just kind of throw it all in there, and I'm into power bowls. And so if I have vegetables like Brussels or broccoli mm-hmm. or something left over, I throw that in there too. So I, I will definitely eat a huge bowl of vegetables, but try to eat protein after yep. every run. So eggs are a big go-to for me. They're easy yes. to make, um, full, of pro- full of great vegetarian protein. So that's one of my go-to meals is a big egg 
Power Bowl. Well, thank you so much for taking a walk with me this afternoon. I really appreciate it. It was really fun. It was fun. so great chatting with you. I just, I'm so impressed with what you're doing. And oh, thank you. I am so excited for you and, and for the, you know, the girls growing up with Girls on the Run. Even if they don't turn out to be runners, I just, I just feel like there's so much value in learning how to take care of yourself and push yourself. Yes, I agree. Because we're not as fragile as we think. We're not as fragile as we think, and we have more coping skills than we think we do. Yeah, absolutely. But maybe yeah. next time you'll come on a run and we can I talk sure about will. our running. Yeah, I'm going to look at your schedule. Okay. All right, thank you so much. You've been listening to a production of My Brain on Endorphins. Special thanks to Owen Kelly for mixing and engineering and for the awesome theme music. Thanks for listening.